Let's open our Bibles tonight to Proverbs chapter 9, verses 1. It says, Wisdom has built her house. She hath hewn out her seven pillars. Wisdom has built her house. Wisdom for home building. Tonight we pray for open heavens this May over homes, over families. We want the families to serve the Lord together. Like Joshua said, as for me and my family, we shall serve the Lord. We want this May to see families starting to serve the Lord together for the glory of Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? amen. The Bible says, wisdom has built a house. She has even out seven pillars. Proverbs chapter 24, 3 and 4 says, Through wisdom is an house built, and by understanding it's established, and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Hallelujah. Proverbs 14, 1 says, A wise woman builds a house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. How many of you want to be home builders? Wisdom for homes, whether it is your personal home or our church home. We want people who are wisdom filled. James chapter 1 verse 5 says, If anybody lacks in wisdom, let him ask of the Lord. He will give liberally. Hallelujah. The Bible says, When Moses laid hands on Joshua, the spirit of wisdom came upon him. Hallelujah. Praise God. But how do you bring it out? By meditating. Joshua meditated the word day and night. And he was very prosperous or he had good success. You want to be very prosperous. You want to have good success. You need to tap into the wisdom of God. That God has placed in the inside of you. There is nothing called a marriage problem. There is something called a wisdom problem. We want the wisdom of God to build families we want the wisdom of god for the families to be strong if the families are strong the church is strong pastor said once marriage is something which initiated from the heart of god marriage was god's idea it is god who said it was not good for man to be alone so he gave him a help meet you meet your helper hallelujah Blessed be the name of the Lord. He said, if your marriage is good, you will have a prayer partner. If your marriage is bad, you will have a prayer point. This word is so that you will have a marriage prayer partner, not a prayer point. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Why is it important that your house to be built? Three reasons for the release of potential. Release of potential. It is not good for man to be alone. So there is something better. God got something better for him and gave him a good family. Better things happen when husband and wife and children are together. It is for the mutual sharing of life resources, number two. It is for the proper development of the next generation of our children. Hallelujah. There are battles happening in the 
realm of the spirit and sometimes you feel it it's happening in families evil spirits trying to destroy homes marriages generations relationships so tonight we need to ask the holy spirit to release grace upon us to build quality homes not just to somehow adjust and live adjustment is important but to build up quality homes like philip hallelujah was an evangelist in samaria but also is an evangelist at home because he raised up a home in the ways of god we want quality homes who had four daughters who are virgins the holy spirit says so we want to raise up next generations who is set apart for jesus wow the quality of your home will determine the quality of the children amen whether it's an attitude of the children a natural ability or to do something whatever it is whether it's an aptitude to paint draw music all determined by the quality of a home not only the attitude and the aptitude but also the attitude the attitude like when you give an instruction how do they respond these things are determined by the atmosphere of home whether it's an arrogant spirit arrogant attitude negative attitude disobedient attitude disrespecting attitude dis, it's all dishonoring attitude or a loving joyful it all depends upon there is attitude if there is love at home if there is peace at home chances that your generations are going to come up attitude is going to be different from the rest of the people rest of the home so how many of you want tonight hallelujah for a spirit-filled home open your mouth and say lord give me a spirit-filled home help me to have a spirit-filled home that home that will soar upon high for the glory of god a generation that are blessed of the lord coming in and going out if you believe this say amen 50% of this generation does not want to get married or their marriages end up in a divorce very very alarming thing is i've heard many marriages they're saying after marriage they don't want a baby because they don't want to take responsibility because there is no model marriage they haven't seen the father or mother of their home filled with the love of god strangers in the home sometimes you feel you know it's looking at husbands and wife they are strangers in their home married but strangers there is nothing that will make children happy when a husband and wife in unity they see the way their husbands and wife treat each other not out of duty but out of love like the sunday i told you not out of duty duty will not impart love imparts oh hallelujah oh, that's powerful the bible says the faith that was in unis that was upon her grandmother Eunice upon your mother is been a sincere genuine faith has been imparted to you Timothy so when it is sincere love that uh, sincere faith that comes out of love can be imparted not duty duty just showing off to our children that you are doing good smiling at each other kissing each other in front of your children hugging each other won't impart genuine love imparts how many of you say lord blessed is the pure in heart that i shall see god i want a genuinity in my spirit i want to see my god in my marriage come on tonight 
God wants to release a word of wisdom that will work in marriages. God wants to put in a heart, a wisdom of God that will work for you in your marriage. Hallelujah. Number one, what are the wisdom keys? Understand your partner. Do you know him? Do you know her? Are you strangers at home? Married but yet strangers. Jacob slept with somebody and did not even realize. Understand who she was. Jacob thought it was Rachel when it was Leah. Not aware of who your wife is. Don't understand them. You might have children. But do you understand? There are chances that you could be married 20-30 years still... 20-30 years and still do not know who your spouse is. God doesn't want you to be married to a stranger. If your spouse is next to you and if she or he looks at you, you should be able to, over years, you'll be able to gauge what she wants, what he wants. Their expectations. It's understanding. So number one, understand each other. It takes years, it takes time. But you need to make an effort under the presence of God to ask to give the wisdom to understand number two wisdom key lubricate your relationship with communication all forms of communication women are very good if you could communicate with them whether it is verbal non-verbal reassuring communication sometimes you know pastor has taught all of us young pastors in the Lord when they come back home don't bring your work back home you know you can sound past no it's not a correct English but pastory a church but you know authoritative uh, you know you might be in a casting out devil moment you might be in a place where miracles have seen and people's honor your anointing you'll feel somebody who, you know people respect and big but when you come back home you should be a husband you cannot act big. Hallelujah. Or sometimes when you come after a long day's tired work, you know, as a pastor, when you come back, you're really tired. And your wife expects you to speak. And you can't. And she feels bad. Hallelujah. So these are, you know, sometimes pastor says she will, he'll pat, you know, maybe Tanya on his back and, you know. But that's non-verbal communication. There is no energy to speak. But you need to have the kind of communication where you, near, you know what your spouse is trying to say when she looks at you. You need to know so each other. Men think it reduces them somehow if they communicate, express their love. It doesn't reduce you, it elevates you. Your home, your wife, your children want somebody who can reassure them. You know what I'm saying? Not somebody who plays boss. You might be a boss in your office. You cannot come back and be a boss in your home. You need communication. You know, I have to, many times when I step out of my car, I have to consciously change the tone of 
being a pastor or being somebody who has cast out the devil or somebody who has come out of the ministry you know and speak to your wife in a kind loving responsive and responsible manner hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord the wisdom is to be soft gentle with your children never start a conversation with a harsh tone even if somebody is guilty of it many times we start with a harsh tone and it gets into so much of negativity and ego don't do that learn to lubricate your relationship with good communication ask the lord lord every let there be clarity lord in my communication every evil paths lord every misunderstandings every negativity that just happened certain homes when the moment they start open up open up communication immediately some fight happens i command the twisting serpent to twist your words twist your intentions to be broken in the name of the lord let the grace of God flows in our communication of our homes in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. I feel such an anointing of grace of God flowing in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Number three, grow together. Don't grow independently. Study together, pray together, eat together, play together. It's a place of bonding. Some of you are married for years. And the beginning you know i had all these things working together now you have discounted these things but it's important to stay bonded even sometimes you have to start it with a little small time or maybe even through the phone if your spouse is gone for a vacation or for an office trip still through a phone Individually, there are many journeys you will have to make in your life. Hallelujah. But it is so important that you have to do together. If your husband fast, we pray that we will come into a time where the wife also feel burdened to fast. If a wife fast and pray, we pray that God will give us that grace for the husband also to feel burdened to fast. Amen. Uh, there's so much of reassurance when you do things together. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Anything that you do, whether you shop, whether you buy something, there is a reassurance when both are moving in the right direction, same direction. And not having an argument every single time. Hallelujah. That because the journey should be together. Come on, open your mouth and say, Lord, give us the grace to have a journey together in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, that's going to happen. Hallelujah. After this night, hallelujah, there's going to be a shift in your family. Come on. There's going to be a shift in your children, shift in your family. In the air above, I rebuke that spit in the air above. Above your homes, above your head, that is trying to break you into two. I rebuke it. Let that oneness, hallelujah, come back into your house, into your homes. In Jesus' name. Sometimes when you get up in the night and you're feeling that, okay, you're doing all together. I mean, as a pastor, sometimes you feel, oh, if you think that you're going to do it together, I mean, you're all alone. Sometimes you feel irritated. But if you see your wife also getting up, you'll feel, oh, wow, that's good. 
that should be the way it should working together walking together gym together don't allow a gap to come in where the enemy can take authority over that space sacrifice together one person might be willing and if the other person might not want that journey sometimes you have to just step back and don't force it on but if you are a prayerful woman or a prayerful man the grace of god will begin to show up over a period of time tonight in the name of the lord may the grace of god show up let there be a journey together let there be a prosperous journey together there will be unity together a love journey open your mouth and say love journey together oh let there be an open heavens above your family for the glory of jesus christ and the church said amen number four forgive liberally there are many marriages that are destroyed not outwardly but inwardly outwardly they look great because they can't forgive they keep on saying last year you remember what happened especially women <laughs> they never remember the wrongs sometimes they have done but they keep remembering the wrongs their spouse have done you remember what i happened when i came home after marriage don't be a negative computer don't keep reminding and keeping a score tonight i pray all the scores shall be cancelled amen your scorebook hallelujah tear it up and say no more scores in the name of jesus ruth bell graham wife of billy graham said something she said husband and wife two people who have agreed to forgive each other for the rest of their life you're married to forgive if your spouse is there look at them and say you're married to forgive i forgive you <laughs> hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord Genesis 26 8 it says it came to pass when he had been for a long time the Abimelech king of Philistines looked out of the window and saw and behold Isaac was sporting with Rebekah his wife Isaac was sporting with Rebekah his wife when you study the uh, Bible he says they were one of the version uses the word they were romantic with each other when you study the patriarchs except for Isaac Abraham had problem she he went and uh, 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 slept with the Hagar the maid uh, uh, hearing a wrong voice at the wrong time of a wife uh, and uh, and problem in the marriage Jacob had two wives had constant fights in the marriage but Isaac is the one who somehow allowed the grace of God to flow into his marriage and the Bible never says they had a fight that destroyed their marriage they he did not have marital problems and one of the reason why he did not have the bible says he sported was sporting with rebecca his wife sporting means playful played together they did things together romancing together having fun together i pray in the coming days husbands and wife will have fun together amen fantura <laughs> fantura should be in home not in lulu mall hallelujah glory to god sometimes men are very serious logical they can hardly make anyone laugh very serious like me <laughs> they go about like a mobile disaster i'm saying hallelujah don't be the lion of the family in a negative way making everybody scared wife is scared serious stuff don't be that way 
Life is pretty short to live with tension. Tonight, every tension in marriage, every stress in marriage, every thing that is opposite to what freedom in marriage is all about. Come on, tonight in the name of Jesus, Father, we ask you, Lord, to help us in our marriages to see your grace and your favor, your son and your shield. You are a son and a shield. No good thing will be withhold his walk is upright. Let not good thing will be withheld from our family life. In the name of Jesus, give you praise. Right? Psalm 8411 is God's word over our families tonight. No good thing, hallelujah, open your mouth and say, no good thing will be withhold, hallelujah, from our family lives in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Number five, never in a relationship have the word divorce. Divorce is not an option. When you get married, it's like buying a one-way ticket. Not a two-way ticket. When you go to Dubai or America, you buy a two-way ticket. Marriage is not a two-way ticket. It's a one-way. It's a journey of no return. If you're getting married, you're getting married for good. Amen. If you have used that word divorce in your marriage, I cancel it tonight. I command it to be uprooted in the name of Jesus. Its effect, its power that has ah, resulted, hallelujah, in whatever kind of negativity or demonic uh, seeds uh, tonight in the blood name of Jesus, I rebuke it. I command it to leave. I bind it and release and lose you into a fruitful marriage. Increase, multiply, come on. Hallelujah, you shall be a holy people unto God. Victory by the blood of Jesus. You know, sometimes, you know, I like what pastor said. He said, you need to tell your parents that you don't need an alamara in your house or your room anymore. Because when you get married, you know what I'm saying? Your parents should no longer, especially the parents of the, uh, what I'm speaking about, the girl's parents. You know, should no longer have an alamara for her to come back and put her clothes back. They should no, no return. You should redo the room and empty the cupboards for somebody else. Parents need to sit with the children and say, you don't belong here anymore. You are going on with your life. You can come back only if you come back with your spouse, your children together. You can come as a guest, but you don't have a home here anymore. Hallelujah. Because you're going to build your own home by the grace of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you have that, if you do that, every challenge that comes up in your marriage, you will solve it. But if you think your parents are there, your brother is there, you can make your marriage, you can spoil your marriage and somebody would agree and support it. It's always dangerous. It's always a third party never have a third voice a snake voice that keeps you apart come on that ent in entertained in the garden don't entertain a snake in the garden open somebody look at somebody and say don't entertain a snake in the garden snakes hallelujah tonight i pray that every snake who has access into your homes every voice that has access into your homes uh, oh you will discern it uh, and you will take authority over it in the name of jesus i bind it in the name of the lord and i ruse your homes in the name of jesus Have people who speak for the right things. Hallelujah. Crisis will come, but there are no problems that cannot be solved by the grace of God. Hallelujah. 
before marriage when you're engaged you will call your fi fiance every other hour you're chatting on the phone texting meal together somewhere after marriage you stopped all that no dating nights after this word go and date have a dating night hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord there's an interesting scripture in proverbs 5:18, the nlt version it says let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you and rejoice in the wife of your youth some of your husbands need to say release that word over your life let your wife be a fountain of blessing to you rejoice in the wife of your youth maybe you're not youth now but you have to say that all the time bible says rejoice with the wife of your youth in your youth there is a way that you would rejoice having long conversations and eat together and doing together i pray things together i pray that god will restore the youth of your marriage in the name of jesus may you have long conversations long good holidays long good time together hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord keep doing it and build hallelujah a secure home for the generations to look at and say hallelujah what a wonderful family amen Number six, don't take your spouse for granted. Before that, lift your hands and pray for a minute tonight. Hallelujah. Stotram. Lord, bless our marriage. People who are yet to get married say, bless our future, bless our family. Prepare me for my marriage. Give me the wisdom. Hallelujah. To prepare. Hallelujah. Give me the wisdom for the right person and help me to bring the right person into my, my marriage. I don't want to make a mistake in my life, Jesus. Be the Lord over my life, over my future, over my homes, over our church. Hallelujah. Over every decision in marriage. May you be the Lord over it. Pray for wisdom tonight. Oh, so hallelujah. To pray for the right person and once you are married, to stay with them with love and joy. Oh, hallelujah. And longevity. Hallelujah. Till eternity for your glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, let there be not a wrong thing that ever happens again in your marriage. I cancel any kind of wrong happenings. To cancel it now in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. Don't take your spouse for granted. Don't be too familiar with your spouse. You need to grow in marriage. Grow in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Grow in your career. In your life. Maybe when you got married, you were not the CEO of the company. Now you are the CEO and everybody respects you at work. But when you come home, your husband or your wife does not give you that respect. And you will mess up your marriage because you're not growing together in that marriage. Maybe you were just a brother when you got married. Now you're a pastor or an evangelist. And then you grow in your marriage, you grow in the anointing. Then God begins to use you. Suddenly your wife is still seeing you as a brother. She doesn't see you that you have grown into that apostle. And somebody else will take that space. If you don't give that respect, somebody else will give. And there is a problem that will mess up your marriage. Somebody else will come in that hand gap and will handle that person according to his present status. That's what happened to you know David. Michal despised him. So the moment David heard that Abigail is no longer no, husband is dead, she immediately got Abigail also. Somebody took the space of Michal because she didn't take it. Hallelujah. 
what other people do for that person you don't do maybe at home you have the same plate same glass and same old things and when some but that person goes to somebody else's home for lunch he'll have better plates and better glasses treated betterly so he stopped coming to your home for lunch <laughs> the way you treat i pray that treatment will change from tonight according to how the lord has blessed your spouse you treat them accordingly for your name for your glory adirigadagamana sambhoriyavara jaradala dibalagadagabala every gap to be filled by the power of the holy spirit tonight in the name of jesus oh lord hallelujah oh we give you glory we give you honor lord in jesus name amen so your respect has to grow it's a mutual your respect for your wife your husbands has to grow on a daily basis don't treat her like a teenager anymore like how you would have met maybe with the first time you saw her don't take a granted see how god has blessed her otherwise there's no blessing in your marriage when you see your wife growing up as a woman of god god is raising her up with new gifts and talents and graces honor her in that way in the name of the lord say lord give me wisdom the wisdom is the key that you respect the wisdom key is open your listen to me oh the wisdom key is that your respect has to be in the same level as that person's status or the way that god has honored him or her see how god has honored your wish honor should be on the same level if your wife is a great businesswoman or your husband is a great businessman and you don't even respect in that level respect is not something you just give i mean you just receive it's there's a giving part to it's a reciprocation people like to take and never like to give respect you start pr- practicing at home even your children when they say something to respect listen to them never insult never insult i mean your children also if there's something good one of the things that many husbands you know or wives you know they insult each other in front of the children great bad example bad example argument and speaking loudly and shouting bad example that most we go goes bad and your children will be affected in their future i've seen many as much as possible if there is an argument argument go inside a home or take a drive and do it from away from the children give and you shall receive never call him or him names in front of your staff or servants other people around during counseling sessions people you know come and speak for you know and speak about their husbands and wives she's a loser he's a loser pastor said you know sometimes wives need to respect their husbands for the very fact that the image of god that they carry image of the god can you see the image of god in him can you see jesus in him can you see that he's been created in the image and likeness of god respect him for that there you're covering respect for that
But if you say it's useless, stupid, good for nothing, failure. It's just like looking at God and say, you're useless. The image of God is there. The same woman who you married, remember she is, they have Jesus inside of them. So calling her stupid is calling Jesus stupid. You don't call Jesus if you see Jesus inside of her. Oh, come on somebody tonight. Number seven. Stop waiting for your spouse to change and do what you are supposed to do as a husband or wife. People have come and for counseling and said, I used to cook for him, but he is still the same. He never appreciates it. He never said thank you. Doesn't even work. I mean, he, he, he doesn't even go, you know, out of his way to thank me or anything. Yeah, I mean, he, some, 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 sometimes girls say, see, I do everything. He just sits there and sits like a king and does nothing. You, know, saying. you have to come to a point where you say, I'm not going to wait for my spouse to change. I'm going to do it all that I'm supposed to do because I love my husband. I love my wife. And miracles happen. Miracles still happen. Ah, come on, somebody. It's not out of duty, out of love when you do it. Glory to God. Trust in the Lord. Give it a time. Let the grace of God work. Hallelujah. There's a song. Trust, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And He shall direct. He shall understand In all your ways acknowledge Him. And He shall direct. He shall direct your path. Understanding in all your ways, acknowledging and he shall direct, he shall direct your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of your minds are becoming free, are able to look to the Lord. I feel a sense of release. Hallelujah. Coming upon your life. Amen. Number eight in your marriage is not your money or my money, it's our money. Money is making couples, money is dividing a lot of couples. If you are marrying somebody, they are entrusting their life to you. In home, there should not be daddy mummy money and mummy money. There are people who quarrel over money. There are people who borrow from each other and say, you have not paid back. Hallelujah. In your family life, what you have to look at is who is better in handling money. If a wife is better and more judicious in handling, let her handle the money. That's what growing together, handling together, wisdom's principle. Hallelujah. Some people, you know, when they got money, they'll spend it all. But the other partner is more judicious, knows how to, little more. So, and trust. See who is good in what. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Sometimes, you know, your preference are not your spouse preference. 
what you think is important might not be important to her. So sometimes you think like that. You have to pray together, discuss together. Hallelujah. There's something very beautiful. Pastor said, he said, in your home there's something called unaccounted money. There should be accounted money where you should account for everything. That's wisdom. A practical tell, tip, you know, account. But with your spouse, there should be something called unaccounted money where she is not pressurized to keep an account. Amen. If you have a happy wife, a happy home. I'm not saying to, you know, spend beyond your ability, but there should be something that's not accounted that she feels that ah, she's respected, she's appreciated. That she is not pressured to keep an account. Account can be kept for paying school fees, servants, groceries, electricity, bill, rent, all that. But she, she might just need to go and do her nails, a, a beauty parlor, maybe a wig or a fake teeth. She should have enough money for that. <laughs> 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 Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many of you say, Lord, I need the wisdom for finances at home? Amen. Hallelujah. Definitely, there are family you need to learn. There are sunny days, there are rainy days. So you need to have the principle of saving. Definitely. It's all wisdom that will help you to be good stewards of money. Ask the Lord, God, teach me to be a good steward of money. In the name of Jesus. Amen. First, what you need to give, give it to the Lord. Keep it for your fam, save it for your family. Unaccounted money. Teach children how to manage money. Teach them to tithe at a young age. Cool. And see what God can do in your finances. Number nine, everybody needs somebody who will applaud them in, in life and your spouse has to be that person. If, imagine a spouse cannot be themselves in front of you. When your spouse who are straight fronted in, in front of you and she laughs only with her friends, you know, something wrong. If you have to calculate everything in your mind before you have to say something, there is a problem in your relationship. There's trouble. If somebody, if one of your spouse feel disrespect or unlove, and you are walking through a thin line, there is no freedom. It's nothing, even if something constructive, somebody important, but can't say it. Just imagine what stress and pressure at home tonight. Have mercy, ask the Lord, Lord, have mercy on our family. Have mercy on our Lord, have wisdom, Lord. Help us to have a free, a carefree life. That's right, a carefree, Lord, free from care 
in our in our life between each other lord let, let the wall of hallelujah stress be broken tonight that's right in the name of jesus let that demonic wall of stress easily offended spirit to be broken in the name of jesus we give you praise we give you glory for doing it in jesus name amen number 10 be responsible parents but don't make the children the focus of your marriage because somebody said divorce rate after 20 years of marriage is very high because you were always holding it together adjusting only for the sake of your children to take for the piano class and for the schooling and for their college and that was the only reason the foundation of your marriage but once your children have grown up and be on their self and go away from home and now there is no friendship that was cultivated between your husband and wife over years now it's a problem if there is no friendship that is not cultivated in the early years of marriage in the latter years you will have problem ask the lord tonight lord just let her be a companion let him be a companion to my life in the name of the lord god said a companion a compatible helper a companion hallelujah lord not somebody who makes you lonely but somebody who removes loneliness come on in the name of jesus open the understand understanding wife is from the lord ask the lord make my wife an understanding wife hallelujah for oh, a faithful husband is from the lord ask the lord for a faithful husband oh a loving husband blessed be the name of jesus hallelujah thank you jesus otherwise over years if the only conversations were school fees and shares and uh, nothing else inwardly you're drifting it is only a question of time before it manifests outside and one day it will be a shock for you suddenly you'll go with i've seen many many families going holidays with their spouses i mean with their friends rather than their spouses i'm not speaking about those one-off holidays but put your children to sleep and then sit and speak and laugh have fun together recreation watching a movie number 11 stop the blame game relationship all make mistakes but don't rub into it the wife says there's something uh, wrong with that person and you know and you did not understand then and you still brought him inside and after a year he cheated you and when and the wife is rubbing into you <laughs> I told you and keep rubbing it on to you and nag you if you listen to me don't do that just let it go let your mistakes be only like a bridge to learn for the better amen glory to God number 12 pray together create oneness study the Bible together hallelujah don't forget to have sex together <laughs> with your spouse the wife of your covenant only that word sex has become so casual now that especially in the city that lust is a problem tonight I rebuke that spirit of lust uncleanness to leave your mind don't think that you're so busy and pretend that sex is not a part of your marriage somebody said sex plays 70% especially when you are young Somebody had wisdom keys in marital counseling and there was a timetable for sex. 
the husband and wife decide suitable which day how tired you are timetable we will have it so wisdom key and all the couple said amen be born again in marriage not just in church pastor said he needs a testimony from a from his wife where she says that the guy who is preaching in the pulpit is the guy who is at home we want all our testimony we were so so good on the stage and so so bad in home should want that our wife should be able to say is the same guy in the church and at home otherwise you have a problem there's no acting out everybody said no more acting same person born again at home and at church christian at home christian at church hallelujah tonight may the grace of god abound upon you and upon the family and upon the homes to be built tonight open your mouth lift your hands tonight let every destructive power that is trying to break relationships be removed from your homes in the blood name of jesus let every evil power that is trying to break up homes i rebuke it in the name of the lord